<laughs> positively negative. No. Yeah. Positively negative. Episode 6. Monday, 26th of March, 2018. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> that didn't quite work out, did it? Yeah, it's always, you know... It's always a bit sloppy at the I start. I think that's... Oh, why, wow. I think that's why a lot of, like... Even though it's annoying, I think that's why a lot of YouTubers and people who podcast have the exact same thing that they say every single time. Like, welcome back to blah, 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 blah. Mm. Just because you have to maybe put that on autopilot. Or else you get, like... You get awkward. I find it... I think if I was in a different place, if I was, like, on planes all the time or trains, then I would expect a certain kind of podcast in the morning. So, like, I wake up and it's like, episode seven, Because, like, yeah. there's different kinds of podcasts for me. If it's tech, if it's informational, then I kind of want it in that structure. Mm. But, like, I think a lot of podcasts that I really enjoy, the ones that are kind of, like, loose like ours... Lucy Goosey. I like it when it's loose, baby. It's just too loose. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, Monday. It's uh, start of the week. I woke up really buzzed up this morning. I have to say, I woke up like super positive, mainly because I, I didn't sleep well. Well, I didn't go to sleep till three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I don't know why. I think, well, we went to the pub and I ate some strange, funky cheese. Which, you did eat some cheese. Yeah. The, the, Typical boys in their local pub, you know, like, oh, is this going to be when I ate the cheese? Yeah. Well, when you went to the cheese, the guy elbowed me and was like, it's really terrible. Mm. Like, it was That's like nice. a big setup. Nice and I was to like, tell you in it, not me. Yeah, because he was like, watch, he's going to go eat it. It's really awful. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, but it was, I don't know. You said it was fine, but it, the smell was. I mean, whoa. it stunk horrible. It's like somebody's socks. I think he's probably been keeping it in his socks or his underwear sm- or something. Did, it smelled like gym socks. It was bad. Not in like a good cheese way. You it was know, a bad, like it was a bad you... smell. The cheese was fine because it was brie, <laughs> but it was a bad smell. It wasn't a good smell. It wasn't a matured smell. Yeah. It was just like, this should have been shot. It was down. like, the well, that's what I said. I was like, in evolution, our bodies have evolved to avoid certain things that have certain smells because in the wild, that's like, no, don't eat that. That'll make you die. Yeah, but this, and so I had that reaction listen, when I smelled it. And so I just listen. decided to follow my evolution. Well, listen, it's the not, drinks are coming out. It's not every day. It's Monday night. I like this whole like... Drinks on a school night, it feels like. Drinks on a school night. Um, we don't get to go to that fairly local. I mean, we say fairly local pub, but we have to walk over two fields to get to but it. It's Very such a nice quintessentially walk. British. But um, I posted photos of it. The good thing about it, the good thing about it is that when you get in there, they're dead calm and relaxed and chilled, and the beer's really good price, and they keep it really well. But I forget about it, and I forget about it every time. I don't think it's on there every day, but they have a cheese board. Yeah, and like, sausage rolls and cheese yeah, and onion and they're rolls. warm as well. Like as soon as that plate I got know, down, another one came out. It felt like you were at like somebody's house. Yeah, yeah. It felt like you were at yeah. grandma's. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's it. Blow my microphones up. Let's go. Hang on, keep going. Oh, oh my God. They're really good. To we got to work on the levels, but yeah, the levels were. Stupid, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, we don't go there very often. We had like three, three pints. We had a, I had a lot of cheese and a lot of crackers. When were you? You must have been skimping. skimping yeah, I was in a, cheeky cheeses I was here in and there because yeah. I didn't feel like I got that much. No, nah, I kept on feeding you crackers. Bit, yeah, I know, but it's like 
I think they play that. They put the cheese board in like the middle of the bar and like you have to be, it's like, you feel a little bit like you're at the sixth grade dance where like, who's going to be the first one to make the move? It's a bit silly like that. Like, well, I didn't know. But I think that they do that so, so that people don't abuse it because you have to overcome the social anxiety and peer pressure of like, oh, are you going to th- be the one to go back for the cheese again? No, I don't think it's that at all. I, I initially did because it's like I'm an outsider and I'm just taking free food off the bar, which is kind of weird because it's like, ah, we poisoned this. We won't see these again. But I actually noticed her technique that as soon as my glass was another one straight away yeah straight away so like i think it's a really clever ruse really it's kind of like you're gonna have another crack at though aren't you because you, i don't mind you're it gonna have like... another one because you've finished it so basically we paid nine quid for a cheese board that's yeah, when i look at it like that three pints and six three. pints yeah three pound well, each three, yeah so but like i didn't realize that how cheap the pints were until just now yeah. like nine really pa- comparatively basically it was a nine pound per person cheese board afternoon because yeah. I ate quite a lot of cheese. Anyway, back to the point, well, is that I had three pints, I had some cheese, we came back, it was like three or four o'clock in the afternoon, fell asleep. Well, listen, you think we you slept for four hours? I have to break it to you, you didn't. How, how long did I sleep? Three An then. hour. No way. No, be- I looked at the Fitbit data, sir. We went... <laughs> you looked at your Fitbit data. But we were both asleep. No, I don't believe it. You, you, you might have been asleep for an hour. I felt like I was asleep for a long we time. Were, we were conscious at five o'clock. And then we were conscious at 7 o'clock. So maximum you slept two hours. Oh, now it's gone up an hour. No, I'm saying that was the Uh window Uh where between where we turned off the one movie and then we put on another movie. It was a two-hour window. I see as I investigated this this morning. Listen, I must have had a good... Well, I need to look at my Fitbit data Go ahead. At some point. I dare you. And I need to work out... I need to deep dive my data and find out if I had deep sleep for like an hour or two because I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. It was three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't sleep, and then when I did get to sleep, I woke up. You woke up first before me because you were out doing your yoga. You were just gone. You were like over it. I was. Like, out, I was up for like an hour before I even got out of bed, and then you didn't I was sleep very well because I kept waking you up because like you kept on tossing and turning. We were like hugging, like in various weird <laughs> ways. Configurations. Like, yeah. Like, no, I remember you not being able to sleep. Like I, I went to bed, you stayed up. Then you came back. Then you came to bed. Then you couldn't sleep. Like mm. there was. Yeah, I my my sleep was pretty much trash last night, but I got enough. Like I got seven or eight hours. I was gonna say, whatever. and then I I got up at like ten. So I got up at like ten o'clock this morning on a Monday, and still crushed it. Still crushed it in a way that I wanted to crush it. I, I kind of, I would have liked to got another two posts on today and two videos, but like my big post that got put out today. Thank you to at D Live. They upvoted it, which is kind of sweet of them. Wow. Especially because Steam and, and every every other crypto thing is like struggling right now in yeah. this uh people are like not confident of putting money into it you know the biggest thing for me the biggest takeaway for me is not that i'm i'm not bothered about the up and down of it so much like uh, crypto's here it's here to stay the biggest thing for me is that when it goes down it kind of gets me a little bit down about the fact that people don't realize realize how awesome it actually is the technology behind it because once you step outside once your crypto buzz rubs off a little bit because you know either your portfolio is good or you know you're spending money or whatever recently even just my smaller transactions like we had one today like peanuts mm-hmm. like sending it so i feel like i'm a bit miffed that a lot of people have probably put money in it lost money at christmas and they had massive charges like 50 60 and they're like Fuck it, i'm not using this yeah. use the bank 
Whereas now you've got SegWid in there, you've got Lightning in there, a lot of technology that people don't really care about really, but that if they look at the number and it's like, oh, that's like, it cost me 50 cents. And it's like pretty much instant. I mean, all right, yeah. Bitcoin takes a bit longer because it's just old and the uncle of the but family. What is longer even? A, like a couple minutes? But, like... my, but my point was, and you're absolutely right, and I, I thank you for bringing my brain back into the room, you is that it. now that I've been through that process, everything else looks terrible yeah like i don't want to even interface with like banking and other kind of services that don't have a blockchain right mainly because of my own due diligence that i'm realizing that i'm doing about money and transactions and finance and holding you know i'm not i'm not a trader i'll never be a trader i'll never understand the peaks and troughs and all the buzzwords because i'm not trained in it yeah you know i need to go on some serious like yeah, crib, cribbing stuff but I don't I know how much that stuff could change me it's a bit like being a designer or a programmer it's like I don't want that to be the only thing about my character but now that I've experienced it I I, I love it so yeah it's a little bit down when uh, when Steam is like under two bucks but it's still in a good place for where it is I mean it was dirt cheap at one point I just wish I'd bought more wish I, I wish I'd bought more I mean you could have should have would have I guess yeah that's but, the way it goes. You can't think like that. No. I mean, you could have. We could not even know about it at all to I mean, this you, day. I mean, if you think about it, we were in Portugal for Steam Fest, and everybody was buzzing about seven thousand dollars. That's why. That's why I always keep yeah. reminding us. It's like when yeah. we were like, "Oh my god!" I remember when Bitcoin like hit four, two thousand, five, and six, and seven. And like, like, Whoa! Excuse me, one Bitcoin is worth three thousand dollars. I mean, now we're sitting pretty at like seven nine. Yeah. If you. You know, depending on when you bought them, might be a good thing or a bad thing. But mm. we all knew, we all knew, like around Christmas time, we were like, no, 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 this train is is going too fast. Like too I fast. felt myself, you know, you know, when you're in the passenger seat of somebody driving that you don't really trust, and you you start putting the fake brake on mm. with your foot in the passenger seat. Like that's how I felt for probably four weeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm super... I was like, this is not... I don't know anything about anything, but this is not sustainable. I'm super vocal about that when I'm in the passenger seat. Like, I, I yeah, get super noticed. animated. I lean forward. I'm banging on the dashboard. I've got my hand on the on the, on the the handbrake. I'm, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't help yeah, it. Yeah, you couldn't like, handle when I was driving in New Jersey. I remember that. Like a nutcase. I keep up with the traffic and keep us safe. It's you called keep... aggressive defensive driving. No, that's not... I you mean, can't even be if it... defensive without being aggressive. I'm sure that's beautiful driving in the end of days apocalypse that's but what like, it's like to drive in new jersey it is when you don't know that you're going through the same toll back and forth i bet they thought you were a mentalist i was a little disorientated just a little bit so how's your day been oh. <laughs> that good huh no it started out great no so you're tired though right i'm rubbing my eyes if you can't you could probably tell by the way i'm talking so you had a tiring face. day People, yeah. people say, oh, you just do computer work, but it's tiring, right? Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. It's a lot of switching. Like, I think it was part of the Iggy Kai book that we read talked about. You can't really multitask. If you think you're multitasking, you're not. You're just switching between yeah, fast, tasks. Very fast, and yeah. I find for me, the more times that I do that, that I do that switch, like I have a, I have, I have a limit, whatever the number is. But if I'm switching tasks and switching, um, you know, like today, for example, I had my client open in Slack. She was giving me notes and mm. then I was popping back over to Photoshop, dealing with the notes, figuring things out. Then I was also doing like 
you know, basic file management and just making sure I had everything set up because it was kind of a complicated file system going. And that toggling, that switching, it that that increases my like focus and energy burn rate like times a million. Mm. So any day where I'm like really like bouncing back and forth between a lot of things, I feel like I'm more drained at the end of the day. Um, and that's, I think, a lot easier to do on computers than any other job. Mm. Like my dad, for example, is a mechanic and he, not that his job is easier by any means because I don't believe it is, but there's, you you can focus on one thing, complete it and then move on to the next step where we have like, I I do my best to keep everything on, like notifications are all off. Everything's on do not disturb mode. I'm not getting emails coming in, but there's still just so many, so many windows and so much switching going on. So Mm. yeah, it it just burns, it burns you out a little bit, but it's all right. I had a lovely morning in the sun. Mm. Treated myself to an hour of yoga, which is something I don't typically do because I don't know. I like to hover around like the thirty forty minute mark. Give me an extra hour in bed. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm out of here. I can't. I can't stand it when I know that the sun's out and I'm not outside. No, I, I guess absolutely you. can't stand it. Get so, you. just like one of the one of the fun things good. for me of getting out of bed and you know making a you like because it's. Because it's kind of empty because you're not here. Yeah. Like I'm making the eggs. I'm like in my routine, and then I open the door, and I can see you're halfway through it. So you got a bit of a sweat on, and you got a little little thing there. But I can see how much it's doing for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, and it gives me a bit of time to just sit down, have my coffee, and then I know you're coming in. So it's like, all right, now get your eggs on the go, kind of thing. Yeah. That's uh, kind. Of, I I think if you've got a partner and you you're butting heads in the morning over breakfast or like you're like close spaces. I need the toilet. I need this and that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Try and just offset the time that you do stuff like by half an hour or whatever, so the other person's like before yeah. you or after you, because it makes such a difference when you've got your own space to do. That and mental first, space. Yeah, exactly. You know? That first hour in the morning to get your shit together yeah. in, in a way that you know to get your shit together. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had a pretty productive day today. I mean, I got a post up that I wanted to do that I was finished off. I would have liked to have got a couple more posts up today, but I felt like I was doing a bit of I was doing bits and bobs of admin today. I know we only did pots and the toilet and you know stuff like that, and we yeah. went out to the shop. But I feel like for the time of sleep that I had, I. Um, I did okay. I could have pushed through and gone hard, I guess, and done like two more posts and two more videos. But I don't like to force momentum like that. I like it to. I like it to flow naturally. I like it to just be like, yeah. All right, I'm in the vibe for this. I was super in the vibe for it this morning, but I had to finish the post off. What I've started to do is I've started to whenever I get like in front of the camera and I can't record because either my confidence or I'm feeling just weird or whatever. I feel like I waste so much time there. So I've started writing stuff out mm. so that when I do get a, a block of time where it's like, okay, I, I need to get this done in 10 minutes. Maybe if I look at this block instead of two hours of 30 minutes, I can jump in and get it done, yeah. which I kind of did today. I had a few mistakes, but like, I think I got across what I wanted to get across. Well, you also were recording a bit later in the day than you typically do. Yeah, I, I do like mornings. to do it in like the first, yeah, third yeah. of the day. I don't know how I, I, I don't know how I ever did that, um, that other course you remember like when you were overseas and I was like I've got to get a Skillshare course up and I was like like every hour recording something I was going absolutely crazy if you want to see a person breaking down recording a course go and watch my Skillshare courses (laughs) you have a really good (laughs) I was here for one I was here for one of the blooper reels you actually edited together a blooper reel afterward because it was it was frightening yeah Adventures in mental health. Talking about mental health, um, in two weeks' time, um, a bunch of uh, Steamians are going to get together. Mm-hmm. 
and I say mental health because it's good for your health to get together with a bunch of mental people. Yeah. Um, at uh, Steamfest UK. Um, no, Steam Camp. Steam Camp. Ah, that's he's where I've been getting. He's saying Steamfest, and yeah. it keeps throwing me off because I'm like. Yeah, I don't know why I keep on saying Steamfest UK. I don't know. I just had a feeling that. I don't know why I did that. I think Lloyd was in mental health again. Lloyd had said something about, oh, I want to do something, the same feeling as Steamfest too, but obviously in the UK. Steam Camp UK. Yeah, because the first pod camp, that, I think the first, first pod camp that ever happened in the UK was pod camp UK, and I was one of four organisers for that. The and first pod camp that ever happened in the UK was pod camp UK? Yes, it was called pod camp UK. Got this you. is Steam Camp UK, right? Yeah. Um, and it's at the venue of one of the organizers who was the organizer of the podcamp. All the, what all was those many camp for those of us who don't know what podcast it was. For, was. It was well, really, none of us really understood where podcasting was going, and I wasn't really a podcaster. I was doing like snippets of audio on a thing called Audio Boom, which I've got like two thousand like audio posts up there, or at least I did have. Might shut down now, um, which is probably a good thing, but. Um, I used to record audio interviews everywhere I used to go for the brand, for the agencies. When I used to be employed by the agencies to go to the Nokia gigs, I used to do interviews with everybody. Like when I sent me to Dubai, I did one with all the local people there. But what was PodCamp specifically? It was a group of podcasters. It was a bit like Steam Camp's going to be. A bunch of people who had a similar interest. You know, Steamians are going to get together because they've got an interest in blogging and the Steam platform and blockchains and, and mm-hmm. what PodCamp was um, for podcasting, audio, hardware, setup, software. It's yeah. very new. You have to remember, like, PodCamp, the first one was, you know, where do we host our stuff? Like, which which things should I use? I'm stoked that, like, podcasts are still around mm. because they had a really slow, rough start. Mm. Like, I remember when podcasts were kind of being introduced and people were like, this is garbage. Mm. This isn't. This is a fad. This isn't going to be here in a year. Like, mm. doesn't replace radio. It's a bad idea. And it really like. I don't think podcasts really hit their stride until like the last maybe two or three years, as, as a concept. I don't think people accepted. I don't know for what reason. I don't know. I don't know why. But well, I think you have to look at the the way that things are listened to to understand that. I think originally it was like I've got nowhere to host this, so. Mm. You have like hosting providers like Libsyn who have been there forever since the very start, um, and I think Libsyn have put some money into it. I think it takes pl- startups like Anchor to come along and come up with an easy way to do it from your phone without additional hardware and be able to send it to other places. Spotify playing, you know, having the ability yeah. for podcasts that's huge. I mean, Apple was there Apple, early in the game, but sure, iTunes, but, but, but Apple, uh, iTunes has always been crap. I can't handle. I don't know who's I the head of. I, I don't iTunes. know who's the head of iTunes. Just go and hire the guy who made Winamp and get him. Just get him to build an interface because it'll be a lot better than. I, iTunes was dead from the start. It was never going to work out. I mean, Spotify. They should just buy Spotify. Well, and they have their own Apple Music now, which is like, as soon as that came out, I was like, why would I want to be more in that ecosystem? I hate iTunes. Like, I, I don't know. I've never enjoyed using it. E- either on desktop well, see, or on mobile. Audio. Don't enjoy holding my content with me at all times. Right. I mean, audio is rife, perfectly uh, positioned, really, for decentralization because it shouldn't be about the platform. It shouldn't be where it is. Sure, we should have automatic syndication and delegation everywhere. I mean, Anchor's brilliant. You can say, you know, Siri, play positively, negatively, and it will play. You know, I think products come out by 
Apple, the HomePod, you know, the little... Yeah. you got to remember, like, people are people are like, what? RSS... That was the biggest thing, RSS feed. So I remember from PodCamp, people were like, I don't know how to set an RSS feed up. I don't know how to do that. What yeah, is an RSS? It's people scary. Are, people who, do te- who don't do tech and just have a remote control for a television when they come back from work, they don't give a shit about RSS. So mm. getting rid of all that, making it a bit more transparent, a bit more easy, it's just a button, it's just a click, it's just an app. I think there's been a massive adoption of app technology and once you know one app or navigating one app once you get over that mm. like four buttons along the bottom home key swipe up down volume that pretty much is across all applications right. so they've kind of the delegation is better uh, sorry the distribution is better it's everywhere now it's on in car devices it's on the home devices well you know what that brings up an interesting point because i would say of the probably f- top five podcasts i listen to i watch three of them on youtube mm. so one of them is just filmed another one is broadcasted on twitch and then the vod is uploaded to youtube so they have like you know access to chat and things and then another one is filmed but then there are things added afterwards so if the person's talking about a specific outfit that they saw out on the street they have an editor drop that photo in as they go so i think the visually watching a podcast has been I enjoy that a lot. Mm. I think that's probably why my attention span and my retention has been there. Because it's the type of thing where you can, like I can have it on in a screen, I can be doing my work and just be watching it out of the corner of my eye. I don't have to be fixed on it, but it's there to look at. Well, it's a perfect crossover, isn't it? Because not everybody wants to watch a live stream or play a game when they can just play their own game. So a vlog is a little bit disconnecting in that you can watch somebody live their life Whereas a vlog, which is recorded live, and then you know it's going to be turned into a podcast, if you're halfway through it, and you're jumping on a plane, and you're fairly organized, and you subscribe to that, you just pick it up. Yeah. So I think that's that's the key, is that just, that that was such a huge thing that we don't even think about, the ability to just like pick things up. Yeah. I remember when reloading YouTube would put you all the way back to the beginning yeah. of the video. <laughs> Whereas now, like, where right. you left off, bang, it's like, just everything has been tightened up. You yeah. know, so it's it's no longer about. It used to be about the process, and everybody used to be scared to death of it. It was like, I need this hardware, I need an RSS feed, I need to be able to put in my tags and all that. And now that's all they've kind of fallen away because right. now we've got like HD audio in smartphones. So, right, I think it's just technology moves moves it along. Uh, and the only the only thing that makes the difference is that the legacy of doing it ten years ago and then carrying it on now is that you have all that kind of like nostalgia. This is where we need a sample that goes. We were listening to a podcast the other day, I don't know which one, but they had, um, oh, it might have been this week in Bitcoin actually. It just popped into my head, yeah. He has this like sample that just goes, it's like in the background. It's nice because it stops, it's kind of stops from one topic to another. So I have to work on that. I don't think we even know when our topics change as we're changing them. All the time. But what did you... You flipped something about... Oh, man, I missed HQ. Did you, you flipped something into our flipboard about platypus milk? Awkward silence. Um, <laughs> no, I don't remember. Oh, you were probably late night flipping. I don't remember. You don't it. remember. No, you'll have to pull that up. All right, I may have to pull it up. I Was mean, it about... No, I think... It, I think you, it was about scientists finding some type of some type of uh, advancement put, or cure I put so much stuff in there I know and I wanted to talk to you about it but you know it's alright we'll find it we'll find it I mean I, it's here 
Yeah, so if you don't know, we have a flipboard board called Positively Negatively. If you want to do no, a search... No, it's called Positively Negative. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, just... I mean, just to, to positive on. and negative, you'll find something. Positively Negative. Positively Negative. How platypus milk could help battle the global superbug threat. First of all, I didn't know there was a global superbug threat. First of all, I didn't realize we had platypus left. Oh, yeah, they're I, right. I got them confused with some ancient dinosaur kind of thing. I thought they were oh, all gone. like a pterodactyl. Well, not quite, because like they PT. fly, don't they? I mean, yeah. it was sea-based, but it wasn't that. Um, pterodactyls are crazy. I don't even remember. I don't even remember flipping that. I all don't right, know so what... let me all read you mm. the first paragraph. Mm. So, um, scientists have found a completely novel protein in platypus milk that could hold unique antimicrobial properties. Hell yeah. Get that platypus milk on my face. <laughs> uh, the platypus has long fascinated scientists with its weirdly unique assortment of features, making it one of the most unusual animals on the planet. Homeboy's got fur and a beak and webbed feet. Just a second. Who's milking these platypuses? Dude, I don't need... Where are platypus nipples even located? I mean, that's not information that's gonna hopefully go with me to me grave, but like... Uh, what what made them look at what what made them look at that plat? Why did they look at the platypus milk for for that? I don't. I'm confused. I don't know. How Plat do these things get started this in terms is... of? Ooh, they have more proteins than usual. Did somebody? How do they find funding to be like? Listen, we got a hunch about platypus milk. We're gonna need a hundred million dollars. You can pick some stuff up in Jersey <laughs> these days. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't read that through actually. To be honest, what I tend to do with the ones that I flip, I flip stuff in there in the hope that I go back to it at some point and catch up with it. I kind of scan a bunch of stuff, like that that Mars one I thought it was kind of cool with the new air-breathing thruster. Okay, thought that right. was kind of cool. And then um, the other one today that freaked me out, almost fully formed human brain grown in lab. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I think what you also the... yeah, I, posted I, I on steam-hunted that today. I steam-hunted that. I don't know. I, I tend to look at a lot of these things in terms of wanting to know what's out there what people are messing with, what people are doing. Because even though we're in a supposed downturn and trillions of dollars is getting spent left, right and centre and we've right. got deficits and we're doing Brexit and we're doing this, we're doing that, there seems to be still people, scientists who've got gobs of money who obviously have had it as part of a project for like five or ten years. Right. And the thing that worries me about some of this is like, okay, we'll get this far and then boom, like three years' time, they'll have their funding pulled. So that all of that stuff that they've developed, it's it's a race, all of this is a bit of a race. It's exposure, you know. They have to get this stuff out on blogs. They have to get a certain resonance of people like being interested to push it forward, and then they have to write reports to say we had this kind of impact. People saw our research and yada yada yada. But most of the time, people that I've seen go to university and college. They, they do spend three or four years on a project. They get it submitted. They take the project off them. And it goes into like research papers. I've never I've never seen a way to access these research papers. So I kind of kind of confused to who's using the information when they've researched it i mean obviously it goes into products and services and optimization yeah maybe you're gonna see platypus milk extract in face creams next year i mean it's not going to impact me but i can see that it might be a benefit for you i mean when i saw this fully formed human brain and i thought what would ed 209 be like with a fully formed organic brain would he have made better decisions in robocop that's where my head was at. Oh, who are the brains for? Who's gonna get the brains? I don't Why? think I don't think they're for anybody. I mean, maybe, maybe no. it's for the impending zombie apocalypse, so they just have like a store of brains. 
we can keep them that's cool satisfied and they don't have to go after us i like that i mean right? there's a few people out there we could st i mean we should start ramping up production uh, the miniature pencil eraser sized organ is comparable with that of a five week old fetus although it isn't conscious and was created from reprogrammed adult human skin cells how do we know it's not conscious? Yes. Do we have a consciousometer now that I didn't know about somebody, that we invented? Somebody put that on my uh, blog post as a comment. They're right. Um, Come on now. Previous attempts have only managed to create partial cerebral organoids, missing various functions of an entire brain. Anand explained that he and his colleagues have grown the entire brain from the get-go. So loads of people are like, yeah, whatever. Until you see the data, I don't believe a bit of it. But he basically said he's developed a... And here's where it gets interesting. It's like a pending, pending patent on the technique. However, it's believed adult skin cells were converted into pluripotent stem cells through a process of gene alteration. So it's going to be a lot of this gene alteration stuff. It's going to be that CRISPR stuff. Yeah, CRISPR. Um, you know, they're, they're DNA. literally they've literally got a machine that can alter, change, remove, add, like don't do this, do this instead. It's almost like a programming language for proteins. Yeah. For what your DNA does. And that's kind of... what I mean, it says it goes on here at the bottom. It says, um, already have plans already have plans for using the brain model for military research, such as understanding the effects of, and get this, post-traumatic stress disorder in soldiers. There's no fucking way that this is being invented for that. Yeah, please, because mental health is so high on the priority. Why, why of do you the, need to grow government? a fake brain... That has no stress. Because they can give conscious. it trauma without it being like... I could see the ethical reasons for why you wouldn't be able to inflict trauma on somebody just so of that course. you'd be able to... But like, who? what if the brain's conscious? Then that brings up a whole nother ethical problem of like, we're torturing brains in labs. I mean, I'm, I feel tortured by reading that it. That are really, disassociated but... from bodies but are fully conscious. Oh, I don't, I don't like it. I kind of read a bunch of that stuff like throughout the day, like just things just pop up on that Yeah. List. Well, let's get back to the platypus. Okay. So the platypus doesn't actually have nipples. Okay. It just secretes its milk from just glands on its abdomen. Weird. So the reason why that is significant is because the nipple system provides like a closed transfer, which means there's no, there's no bacteria Got it. Because it's just like the, the milk is never really exposed to the environment. Okay. So the platypus's milk has to have antimicrobial properties naturally because it, uh, it's out. It it kind of gets poured out and then the baby drinks it. Got it. From what I can from what I can tell. I got it. Mm -hmm. So maybe that process they noticed that process and was like, hey, how the heck is this like? How are the babies not dying? How is this not sterile? Then they started noticing that it had a specific protein. I mean, I think they're just going to be able, like you said, with CRISPR stuff, like, as sooner or later, they're going to be able to just reverse engineer everything and just hit the print button. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. It's all going to be replicator stuff. Energy's going to be the big one, I think. Energy, I, I don't think we're going to, I don't know. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole tonight, really, but I, I, the one thing from my linear brain capability that I have as a 45-year-old man on planet Earth is nothing is in balance everything is slowly out of balance goes out of sync and it only takes one of those particular areas food distribution energy water you know just you know we're already in an extinction level event 
just be honest about it. You know, like I was reading stuff last night that people are saying 2026, you know, eight years from now, game, you know, end times. And in terms of weather events, or, just, or like, and just just the breakdown of society, just the breakdown of society in general. I mean, you can already see the signs in some ways. People are pissed off with with the governments and you know crypto. I know it's kind of seen as like this wild west where all the pirates and criminals hang out and stuff, but it's actually groundbreaking technology there in, in trying to open up those op- open up those data silos so they're not closed closed shops, if you like. So we don't we feel more invested in in the global data that's out there instead of sticking a middleman in the middle of it and making money off it. But it doesn't work in the, if the power's not on. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, there's that. There's there's we're already seeing South Africa running out of water. I don't know. I, I shouldn't fill my head with this, but I think it's because I'm a Capricorn and I'm like a, a, a ground sign. It's not like a negativity thing for me. It's just I feel like I feel like I need to not necessarily be informed because I don't have any of the answers to it. I just know that you can't consume without a knock-on effect. It's like anything in life. You drink too much beer, you get pissed, you fall over, you lose your keys. You like eat too much food. Your you keys get big, or your you peas? Sick. I mean, depends if I'm carrying peas at the time, but sure, keys normally. I lost my peas. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm legally that blind. Would, that would be me, actually. <laughs> I, I, at a bus stop at 11.15 at night. Oh, I lost my I peas. I some peas, man. Why didn't we buy those? Should have picked up some. No, we should have picked up, I mean, mushy peas, oh, boy. You, what is wrong with you with mushy, like. That's you another did, problem. You like, to, you turned... I mean, did they know that the American was going to come over and eat all their mushy pea stocks? I mean, it's out of balance, Baba. I better increase distribution. I guarantee I'm you're going to you're going to be looking I'm for mushy peas. I'm going to be I bet you'll find them. I bet you'll find them. Easy. All oh, big size. You didn't want to go home. <laughs> she really didn't want to go home. Obvious. Yeah, I, I'm going to miss uh, mushy peas. Yeah, mushy peas are fire. I don't know, like, I don't know, man. You haven't had really good, fresh, bright green mushy peas from, like, a really good chippy yet. They're game changer. Because they kind of, because they kind of, like. Yeah, maybe. They kind of solidify and then they take on, they harden like a shell. It's like a manga cartoon. And then you have to, like, dig through and then a section of pea comes with the chips. And then, I don't know. I've I've looked at peas and chips a lot all across the country and I kind of <laughs> ascertained the, the makeup of them. Well, Mr. Capricorn. Yes. Would you like to know what your horoscope reads oh, today? Oh, here we go. This is where she... Or would you like to... This is the mystical section of the podcast. Or would you like to tell me about your dreams? I didn't have any dreams. I want to know your dreams. <laughs> that should be a recording, shouldn't it? <laughs> tell me about your dreams. I had a crazy... I had a crazy stress dreams last go night. Go for it. Tell me about it. Well, the short version is that I was back in the States and I had a a dog sitting, house sitting gig, as I do. Mm. I pick up those jobs quite a lot in the States because my mom's a dog trainer, so I kind of get referrals from her Yeah. when her clients go away. And it helps me because I have the inside track on the dog. My mom knows the dog. My mom knows the people. Um, Mm. And I stay with the the doggo and... uh, it's a good option for people whose dogs don't do well in other places. The dog gets to stay in their house, in their home turf. I get to, I watch over the house, keep everything secure while they're away. Mm. You know, folks in the neighborhood see a uh, a car in the driveway, lights are on, everything's good, dog's chilling. Yeah. 
uh, good to go. So, mm. but I had a, a dream that one of my clients called me up and wanted me to do a job, except they had had a divorce while I was out here in in England. So I'm back. The couple split up. The dogs now with the husband. The husband is married to Chris Jenner in my dream, who is the mother of the Kardashians. Okay. I have to go to this massive house. There's Kardashians everywhere. It's like total chaos. My brother's there playing Fortnite. <laughs> You're there with my brother playing Fortnite. There's people everywhere. There's another dog I wasn't expecting to be there. And I'm like, how can I... This isn't... I can't do this. This is... I can't watch this dog. Like, I can't keep the house secure and safe. And there's people coming and going. I was super stressed. So I was like, all right, well, puppy's got to go to the bathroom. Let me take him out. One of the Kardashians comes up to me and is like, listen, you you got to be careful when you go outside because we got a bad bee problem in this neighborhood. And I was like, what are you talking about? Bee, bee problem. She was like, we got bees in this neighborhood. So I was like, fine, whatever. I went outside. There was bees everywhere, all over the place. I couldn't even walk the dog. There was so many bees. So I had to go back inside. And that's all I remember. And I woke up and I went, went and did yoga. Christ. I feel like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I went into the dentist and come out of the doctor's. Like, I don't know what happened there. This is why I have to do yoga, because I, la- I literally have to clear, I have to clean a slate, a mental slate, because how can I be living with the stress of a Kardashian-fueled bead nightmare? Well, first of all, let me tell you, the, I'm, I'm not playing any Fortnite game if the house is full of Kardashians. <laughs> like, I'm out of there. I'm not interested in it's that a huge mansion. All. It was too big. I, 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 it, it stressed me out. Yeah, I'm... You, you, Pisces, man, you have the you have some crazy ass dreams. Well, maybe because of where my moon is. Mystical and dreams. You have so many mystical dreams. It's crazy. I, well, I don't know. You I don't think they just like that. You don't. No, not like that. Your dreams like very just linear. Like you got to do a thing and. Oh, I kind of. When I do have dreams, they're quite abrupt. They're kind of like something. There's some kind of resolution to 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 do, and then there's kind of like a almost like a. Jason Statham kind of cutscene between one event and another place and then there's probably like a chilled out smooth talking James Bond bit oh where you get to be James Bond uh, oh baby uh, no not often no but what I mean is is like a transition and it's okay. kind of like you know I kind of, I kind of visualize your dreams with Star Wars original Star Wars transitions like swipes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the music and everything and establishing shots on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. Miss Snow Speeders broke down. Bloody piece of shit. Well, my no, Venus is conjunct to natal Jupiter. Ouch, you should get that looked at. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I wish I understood that. But so, I don't want to. I don't really want to deep dive it because I know I'll never. Listen, return. there's so much data. There's so much data. It can just take up your whole damn life. I know. Uh, as it has done, you know, up to now. There's so many things that I learned about, got involved in, turned away from, went and learned something else. Like you can literally be so overwhelmed by it. I'm. I'm desperately trying, bit by bit. I did five bags of trash the other day. I really need to start doing like every day at least one bag yeah or at least, that's a good goal or at least each cupboard because so much stuff that I don't need don't want don't use somebody could use it I can give it away or sell it or whatever it's I want to so get real incredible minimum. that there's that like when you see the five bags sitting there you're like 
Where did that even come from? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's stuff but, that I, I held on to because at some point, you know, it, it's crazy, but you fill boxes full of cables because it's like, I'm going to use, I might need that cable later on. But if you really talk to yourself about stuff, it's like you're keeping it because you made an investment at some point and it cost you money and you that's where this weird climate relationship comes in because mm. you don't want to chuck it away because you don't know if it's going to get recycled properly you're not getting any use out of it so you might as well hold on to it till you do use it but then you forget about it because it's out of sight so it's like yeah i, I want to get to the point where literally everything around me like my screen my bags like everything it's just like this is all activatable stuff yeah just within than, reach yeah because like i've got stuff that I bought to do projects and just didn't have the money, didn't carry it on. And I, I kind of had the headspace of like, well, if I buy it now, then I could just add to it. That doesn't work. Bullshit. Yeah. And also it's such a momentum killer when you just want to get on with something and it's like, oh, we interrupt your regularly scheduled program mm. with 20 minutes of digging through things to find something. Like That's there's annoying. nothing that frustrates me more than like, can't find my headphones. Let me spend 40 minutes looking for them, and now I, mean, I don't even want to do the thing I wanted to do. I've been trying to unpack it. I've been trying to unpack why you know, I say to myself, I'm going to set up a, a place somewhere in a van where I can put all the chargers, so I can just go there and put the charge. But the truth is, I just put stuff everywhere. Like, I put my phone over there, or over there, over there, in stupid places, and then expect to find it. It's on me. Yeah. It's totally on me. Like, if I designate a place in the bathroom to, like this part on the bottom you know i put a piece of wood on there so that i could work in there i have a work surface for packing stuff and all that that didn't work out just full of, full of crap yeah i hate that that's probably one of the reasons why i never had a flat again or a house again because it just you end up walking into rooms and just being like disgusted with yourself like fuck me look at all this shit <laughs> like, i have to tidy this yeah i have to clean it i have to hoover it i have to dust it and what are you doing really you're just dusting stuff yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. I like stuff. I like design. I like if it's a, if it's there enough to accumulate dust, then you have to think about whether or not yeah, it's not being like, used. I, I don't know. Maybe I should grab that book, the KonMari method book. I've been really interested in that whole like theory of like breaking down things, and and it's kind of extreme. I mean, you could like if you were a serious hoarder, like as somebody who was a serious hoarder could really use it. But from what I've read, you kind of go through this process where you literally pick up and hold and touch everything that you own within mm. the process of whatever it is, six months it takes to go through your stuff. Mm. And you have to ask yourself like these questions. You have to ask yourself, does this object give me happiness? Does it bring sure. me happiness? Does it make my life easier? Does it serve this purpose? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. If it doesn't meet those criteria, it goes. Sure. And I'm like, I'm a big pack rat when it comes to like little things that are like memories. Like, oh, that one time in the... The napkin from the bar from the first time that you went to the one place and the, the thing happened. Like, I've just, I've had to, like, throw so much out in the past two or three years. Well, you started taking photos of stuff, didn't you? And I so started taking photos of it because mm. it was, like, I have art that, like, from high school that I threw away because it was, like, a huge poster board of something. Like, what, what how can I carry that around in my everyday life or, like justify keeping that even though it's something that i like it's funny how we appreciate and treasure but i was like all right take a picture of it it's gotta go and the more i throw away the better i feel so it's funny how we use that as like that's our identity and if some way like if we don't have it, it you know we're not who we thought <laughs> yeah how do we know it? we're we're us if we don't have anything that well, we you, ever made it's like you have that feeling of being like i have the preemptive fear of it being like 
20, 30 years from now and being like, oh, I really wish I had the thing to show. Nah, you know, or I whatever. I don't think I'll remember my middle name. <laughs> I don't. Maybe the lights won't even be on. I'll be on the ledger. <laughs> I'll be on the blockchain ledger on the piece of bill. Just give me a crossbow. Nice. I should mention, um, thanks to all the people who are listening on pod, uh, Pocket Casts and iOS and Android and Anchor. It's very nice that you're um, you're out there listening. And if you are and you're like, wanted to say hi, because there's no real talkback method on podcasts. It's kind of like anonymous in some ways. You can just listen in and all we get is a like a, a number that increases by one every time you're listening. So if you want to pop over to any of our blogs on Steemit, steemit.com, which is a social blockchain, which is proof of brain. If you don't know about cryptography or cryptocurrency or blockchains, then Steemit is a really good place to start because it's free. And uh, I'm at Team Humble there. Dale is Dalio, D-A-Y-L-E-E-O. And then we've put our podcast set at Team Audio. So you can comment on those. You, you have to get an account. But if you want to say hello or that you're out there, that's kind of nice. The two-way thing. I've always found that to be a bit of a weird thing on, on podcasts. I don't like that situation. I don't want to be in a situation where if we keep putting these out and people are listening to them, <laughs> people walk up to you and say, you said on podcast number six, um, I'm like, whoa, 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 who are you? Well, I hate that, like, immediacy. I'd rather have, like, a two-way thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we're, we're oh, also on Twitter I mean, we got asked. Well. I mean, the reason why I'm saying that is that we got asked the other day to go on an alternative living thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, I don't know what it is, but, like, Maybe it's because the van life, but but it's not like we're closed down, but like because we have like a day-to-day routine of getting up and doing client work as and when it comes in. Also, at the end of the weekends, my weekends are taken up, my time is taken up with my daughter, or at least the logistics of picking her up and when she goes and how she stays and stuff. So we just couldn't make it work. It was like a late night thing. It was like 10 o'clock till 12 o'clock. So there's just no way I could make it work on on especially on the Friday night. But I've also noticed that I'm very much not at the moment. I'm very much somebody who's pushing things out, but I'm not a consumer at the moment. I'm not, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll read a blog post and I'll go through some of my favorite blog bloggers, you know, exile and a few other people that I see that I have to kind of like check in every few days to watch their videos. But yeah, I'm, I'm very, very much not a consumer right now. No, I'm, I feel the exact same way. I think for both of us, we really feel like, We've got too March much to do. Just showed up like an absolute wrecking ball, yeah. and it, it kind of slapped both of, both of us across the face. And like, yeah, I just I have so much to do that. Yeah, I really, I haven't been like really surfing my feed and commenting and reading back on a lot of people's posts who I I you know care about and I want to know what's going on with them. But my a lot of my steam at time especially has been like yeah just devoted to getting something out there, writing my blog posts, get, keeping updated. And then um, it's just straight on to client work because yeah. we need to set some things up for the next couple of months. So That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so being on something, I think also secretly in the back of my mind, I know that if I if I get into creating, which is basically if I join into a little community group online, if I do a recording with somebody as well, if I did find the time, for instance, let's just say, say it was at a different time, maybe it was on a Sunday at eight o'clock or seven o'clock or something like that, some some better time that kind of, fit in with our routine even then i think in the back of my mind because we do work on a daily basis together on 
you know, what are we doing? Yeah. Where, what have you got on today? Like, where are we going? Should we yeah. go for a swim? Should we exercise? You know, because it's re- really like a tightly run ship. I know that if I do a podcast with a group of people, then I might end up with like 20 new followers and then people want me to comment and they want me to engage. And then it's kind of like, yeah, I really enjoyed what you, you can take on. I really enjoyed that. Can you like, <laughs> yeah, do you want to be part of this? And do you want to be part of, and like, I know it sounds really bad because the whole point of having a blog is kind of to host host a conversation back and forth, but I feel like my time, especially now, especially like say with March, is so precious right now. Well, I mean, I maybe don't somewhere it'll change. I don't know. I also but... don't think that a lot of people know really how many projects we have going on at go at one time. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing we I don't really feel like I we give our own stuff enough time no. you know because we're i'm constantly i know that i'm constantly toggling between like okay let me run over here and make some fiat money because <laughs> i'm gonna need some of that but then also then i you know it's like spinning plates and you can run over here and then we're working on like this or nomad pictures keeping up our own like that's kind of funny blogs. Kind we of funny also have like fiat money like yeah it used to be u.s dollars and, and pounds now it's fiat, it's fiat. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I got some fiat problems um you know, we haven't even started really Radio Taizo the way that we wanted to no, yet. yet. So, like, no. I feel like we're backlogged on our own projects. It's really hard for me to want to, not want to, because, I, you know, it's nice to collab with people, but it's hard to justify. I think it'll come when the time's right. I know yeah. that I know that for a fact. I think, especially me, I like to dip my toe in the water a bit. It's like I built a little crypto shirt thing up, and then you've made some of these things over here. And, you know, there's times where we're like, yeah, we should totally make that. But then if we go into that, like me and Dale do go into things, then we do that and then we look up and it's like, oh shit, we didn't buy any food this week and yeah, we're starving. Yeah, that's you know, the it's problem. Like, oh, okay. It's not that we're no good at, at balancing. It's just like being realistic about it. Yeah. Being realistic about the, the time expense. Well, it's like where it, that time and energy has to come from something else. So mm. what what does it, like, what are we willing to not, have going on right now i feel like things are so tight in terms of you know just logistics and time i mean i'm not willing to take away from anything else at the moment from from what else we're doing you know it's another good point actually is that when you're living outside of a a very efficient town or city it's easier to get about being in the countryside being away from a main town where you've only got a bus service every few hours right like that's a do- totally different yeah going to the shop for soup is like, it is a whole day situation yeah so it's you have to go out event. you have to go out you have to time the bus it's two hours to go there and then you have to do the swim that's an hour and then you have to wait another two hours so like there's already five hours gone it's half your day so right and then, we have to make then you're de- hungry so you gotta find something to eat while you're there you and... also have to make a decision it's like all right am i doing my work in the morning or am i doing it tonight or right. you know, can my client wait there's like so many variables right and then like there i mean we can have a plan and then one of us wakes up and we've heard from a client and it's like all right we can't go today or you know it's, it always has to be able to change on like a and hour that, to hour basis and i think that's the thing that never gets talked about about um, off grid and and uh, alternative living and stuff is yes you do have your own time on your ticket but not working 9 to 5 for somebody it's great you don't have to commute you don't have to do the politics you don't have to do the water cooler chat you don't have to do all of that stuff you don't like you know take home the fact that you don't like your boss the way that looks at you or talks to you or whatever but there's a different set of like situations now when you're like yeah. working for yourself because you you become the company if you like you, you become the company in terms of like having to think how you're going to grow it how it's going to go forward what things to get involved in right so yeah you do have more freedom and it's kind of like 
the life I've always wanted to lead you know living between grids I won't say I'm off grid but I'm, I'm on grid in terms that I need to be on grid to bring in an income um but I don't want all the trappings the usual next trappings. to the grid well yeah the, the, <laughs> down the, the street from the grid I don't want the usual trappings that you would normally have associate with a life which is you know when you're getting paid monthly and you know a chunk of that comes out for your car for your house for your insurance all that it's it's like a for me that's like a rat race it's like a wheel that you're on right. that you have to keep running so many days a month to maintain well, that and I also know that part of our, our, our value like you can't be naive to the fact that I know that part of my value is not as much as it's like an ego killer is not based solely on my skill a big portion of it is the fact that someone can shoot me a message and I'm there yeah so that like having to be on demand has a cost is, right has a cost and that's also part of what keeps us competitive mm, compared to other true. people because we'll be the ones who are working at 11:30 at night on a sunday if that's when the client hey, needs us hey listen we've got like people who work for us as virtual workers occasionally are getting bit in the foot by rats yeah like <laughs> yeah you know when when one of your like virtual workers gets in touch with you and says sorry I've not been around but like I got bit by a rat and I've had to have jabs and I couldn't get there and yeah you know, like it blows your world apart because you start thinking about things in a different way than you like in a job situation you just find somebody else to do it but like I feel like you're I don't know it's a different ecosystem yeah I guess. it's a different ecosystem we're coming up to um. 55 minutes I just noticed okay the reason why I'm kind of cutting it short is my stomach is rumbling I'm and cold also yeah we're going to put the heater on in a second we're going to put the heater on straight away and I need to make us curry yeah absolutely we're done we're done here we're <laughs> I'm done. sorry no no I'm I want so sorry I'm, but... glad we, I'm glad we tied it up anyway there, yeah. there's so much to unpack there I mean like no, I want to do t- more talks about like like the realness of what yeah. it's like to live quote unquote off grid like I think a lot of people's impression is what Instagram shows them, mm. and um, and I'm always you know. surprised by what people want as a comfort while they're you know like I think it's letting go of certain comforts and mm. an alternative living to me is a a life that I'm more in control of or feel more awakened rather than one where it's like right. feels almost premeditated and out out of my hands or out of control. I hate but, surprises when yeah. it was like system the system decided that actually it was really efficient this inefficient this month and therefore you know putting well, I think, it charges up i think our perspective is also valuable in the sense that i i don't know maybe it's just me but the story of people who live off grid who live van life or who live whatever you know alternative lifestyle homesteaders a lot of the stories are i left my ten thousand million dollar a year job to do this and like they had such a huge kitty to start off mm, with, like, mm. I sold everything I owned. I had a penthouse. I had this. And that's an awesome story because yeah. it's someone who decided that they didn't want that, that stuff. And I'm not didn't make them happy. negating the value of that type of story. Sure. But it also makes me always feel like, well, yeah, like, if you have that kind of money in your pocket when you set out on this life, it's a totally different story than, like what I feel like you and I went through. Well, first of all, people will be getting a different story straight away. If I knew that I had like a 55 grand brand new RV, right. the first thing is I'm not worried about my, my van breaking down or, or any of that shit right? because I'd have it insured for two years and I'd have an MOT and I'd have it all picked up and right. everything. Or you, know, you like, have enough money where you can live in Chiang Mai for three years and not have, and not, exactly. you know, you got money in the bank. So exactly. that's not, that's not necessarily our story. I think our story is very like, 
slow and steady wins the race very well, like well, iterative well, and there's also a big relationship there's also a big conversation to have about money because we've we've both had in our time bad relationships with money yeah in terms of how money is as served us and not served us yeah it's and like a bad boyfriend <laughs> so that's kind of why we both pulled back Who on drinks that. too much on the weekend oh pulled back oh for various God. reasons on yeah that, you know? yeah I don't know. That, there's a lot to be unpacked. I, if you look at the blog post, I did a blog post for uh, Steam Camp UK. At, uh, if you look at my blog, I did uh, a bunch of topics in there. I want to talk about, you know, off grid and basic income and stuff like that. And hopefully, we'll get into that more in the next couple of weeks. But we'll also be taking these mics and the podcasting gear and everything. Yeah. Because we'll we'll do some interviews and we'll do some chats there. I think. Yeah. You know, one thing we really need to get we need to get a set two sets of headphones for this that are closed cup headphones, so, so that they come all with it. So that way you can just give, you can yeah. literally noise reduce everybody else out when you're doing interviews with people. I think that'd be cool. We can't afford it now, but I'm just saying that yeah. that'd be nice. Anyway, I've just rattled on for far too long. It's okay. Curry. So what's the curry going to be tonight? The curry is going to consist of potatoes, green beans spinach and um, the korma sauce that we have and then I have some naan bread and some jasmine jasmine basmati rice laughing absolutely yeah, laughing right yeah so thankful like yeah damn. I mean this we time, eat good yeah this time last year things were rough and now we've managed to turn it around a little bit by yeah. just going in on certain things so. I mean don't get me wrong it's sauce out of a jar but I'm still damn thankful yeah, for it yeah yeah I'm still damn <laughs> thankful for food yeah and heating yeah anyway guys we'll um, we'll hopefully catch up with you tomorrow we'll try and do these daily some days we don't get it done especially weekends but I um, really appreciate you spending the time and subscribing and coming over here and uh, commenting if you do that I will see you tomorrow yeah I'll see you tomorrow bye bye